Hello, and welcome to Tech Champagne, a wealth expansion podcast designed to help you turn simple ideas into major impact and big revenue. I'm Elisa Purdy, and I've spent the last 13 years helping women entrepreneurs build six and seven figure businesses with simple systems and automation. I'm here to guide you and give you my exact strategies for money, marketing, and automated business growth so you can create the life and business you truly desire. The income level you really want is well within your reach. Let's do this together. Hello, and welcome back to Tech Champagne. My name is Elisa Purdy, and I am your host. And today we're going to talk about podcasting. I get this question a lot. How how do you podcast? What do you do? What should I call it? What should I talk about? So I'm going to break down. I'm going to make it simple, basically. That's always my goal in my podcast episodes is to make things simple for you. I want to pull back the curtain and show you exactly how easy all the things that you want to do in your business and in your life actually are. They probably feel a little more daunting when you haven't done the thing yet. That's okay. It's not familiar yet. But once you dig in and kind of put a system together, you know me, tech champagne, right? We talk about systems here. It just becomes lighter and easier to execute. So let's talk about that for a second. So I'm going to talk about how to have your own podcast. I know it's probably on your radar for 2024. You probably are an avid podcast listener if you're listening to this episode. Obviously, you listen to podcasts. So why not have your own? There's a lot of value in having your own podcast. So I'm going to tell you about the systems I use in my podcast, the process I use to record, edit, all of that. And I'm also going to give you a little bit of strategy around your own podcast. So let's dig in. So why should you have a podcast? Well, there's a lot of purpose behind having a podcast. Number one, it increases your visibility to a different audience. It's searchable on uh, podcast platforms. So if you've got like keywords and things like that in your show notes, you can get in front of different people than, for example, on your social media. So there's a lot of visibility that happens with podcasts. It's also gives you the ability to be a free resource to people. So I know we all have paid offers, but there's also something really rewarding and it just feels really good to be a free resource to people that are looking for a free resource. So this will allow you to support a lot of people who may not be able to access your offers or maybe they don't know about them yet. In addition to that, you can use your podcast to support your current clients and get new ones. So for example, if you have a client who's struggling with a certain system and you've got a podcast recorded on it, rather than scheduling a call with your client or going back and forth via email, you can send them a link to a podcast episode. That way they can listen to it more than one time. They can listen to it at their leisure. So podcasts can be really supportive resources for your clients. So there's a lot of purpose in having a podcast. <laughs> and they're just growing more and more every day. So if having a podcast and, and speaking is on your radar, just do it. Don't be scared. I'm here for you. You know, we got we to gotta take messy action and do things even when we're scared to do them. Uh, I cringe at my, my first, I like to share this, my first 10 episodes of this podcast, I was shaking. My voice was shaking. My hands were shaking. I had no idea what I was doing, what I was supposed to say. I thought I sounded dumb. Right. We were so self critical. So, listening to my first episode, it's a little cringy. <laughs> but who cares? Who cares? Because I've learned a lot and I've gotten more comfortable. And you can't learn and get more comfortable until you do the scary thing. Okay. So, I've talked a little bit about the purpose behind a podcast. 
And here's something that keeps people from starting a podcast. They always say, oh, there's already so many podcasts. I haven't looked up the exact number of podcasts that are available. It's probably in the billions. I don't know. It's probably in the billions. But here is something that's really important for you to know. The number of people, it doesn't really matter the number of people who have a podcast or started a podcast because the vast majority of those people abandon their podcasts. They just go by the wayside. They end up in podcast graveyard, never to be seen again. And that's okay. Not a big deal. I am slightly very shocked that my podcast is in uh, nearing 100 episodes. Uh, It will in Q1 of 2024. We'll hit 100 episodes. And I'm a Pisces. I'm a, a creator. I'm a manifesting generator. So I love creating ideas. But the execution sometimes requires that I reach out for some help, which I have done, which I'm going to show you here in a moment. Um, So it doesn't matter how many podcasts are out there because the vast majority of them, people don't follow through with them. So we all have good intentions and that's okay. So there's plenty of room. My point is there's plenty of room for your podcast. So let's do it. Okay. Another purpose that you could use your podcast for is bringing revenue into your business. So a lot of people think, oh gosh, if I have a podcast, I'm spending a lot of time without monetizing it because I don't have a lot of listens yet and I don't have a huge audience yet. So I can't really get sponsors and all of that. Well, here's something that people don't really realize that if you have a conversation with someone who wants to get into, maybe you have a course or maybe you have a high a high ticket one-on-one container or a group program or a treat. And they're like, oh gosh, I don't know this person yet. If you send them some links to your podcast, they get to know you. It's so valuable for someone to get to know you without you selling something to them. So I use my podcast for that. I'll send them a couple links to some personal story ones and also some uh, tech ones so that they can really get to know who I am and what I'm about. So Podcasts can be hugely revenue generating when they're used in the right way. Okay, now let's dig into the systems that I use for the podcast. Here on Tech Champagne, we're big on tech. We're also big on champagne, but today we're big on tech. (laughs) So the first thing you want to do for your podcast is choose your intro music. Super important. So this music, there are so many websites that have podcast music. So just Google super easy. Google royalty-free podcast music. You will purchase a song that you like, and then you'll be able to download it. They're not expensive at all. And you'll use the same music for every episode, and you'll own the license to use that music. So you can go onto a website, download the music you like. So that's going to be, I highly recommend having like a Google Drive folder. That's what I have for my podcast. So in the Google Drive folder, I have the file or the music I also have an intro that I have recorded. You can write yourself a little script and record a little intro. Put that in there. You want to record yourself an outro as a second file. Sorry, as a separate file. Put that in there. So you've got three things in your Google Drive folder. You've got your music file. You've got your intro recording and your outro, outro recording as well. And you can listen to a few other podcasts and get ideas for what to say on those. Don't worry. It's all good. Someone else can inspire your podcast. Not a big deal. Uh, and the way that I record these things is I use Zoom. So let's not overthink it. I just turn on a Zoom meeting, hit record, start talking, close the meeting, and then it'll pop up that there's a video file and an audio file. So I just 
drag the audio file into my Google Drive folder. That's it. Super easy. So with every episode, I do the same thing. Like right now, I'm just talking into a microphone during a Zoom meeting. Just a a simple, single Zoom meeting. Obviously, no one else is on the meeting but me. And then when I'm done, I'll close the meeting. It'll pop up to save on my computer. And I drag it into the Google Drive folder. Um, I'm recording on a Yeti Blue microphone that I got on Amazon. I have a pair of headphones on that I got on Amazon. (laughs) Super simple. And that's it. Like some people think you have to have all this crazy equipment and a sound mixer and all the things. No, you don't. Get yourself a good microphone. Um, I have recorded episodes on my iPhone in my car, which is also great. So I just don't want any of these things to stand in your way. I want you just to start. So don't let all the expectations or the things you think you're supposed to have stand in your way. Um, And my process has changed a little bit in the last couple of years. But now here is the system I use. I record the episode. I put that into a Google Drive folder for the next episode. And then I send these. I used to have an editor who used to edit these uh, episodes for me. I've had a couple editors over the years. And recently I have found one that I love, 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 love. Um, He's on Fiverr. So don't be afraid to check out Fiverr for resources. Fiverr is not expensive. Uh, Every time I record, I just send the episode. So right now, the file that I'm currently recording, I go onto Fiverr. I initiate the order with him. I use the same vendor every time. In the folder there, I upload the intro, outro, the episode recording that I'm doing right now and the music and he edits it all together and it takes I think it's two days (laughs) it's so easy two days I think it costs me $30 per episode so I know that's important information as well um so once that is done I have a Trello board that I use with my online business manager so that she can see how many episodes are are recorded where they're at are they with the editor um are they edited? And so once they're edited and they're moved into the edited section, she uploads them to a system called rss.com. So if you have a podcast, you need to have rss.com or something similar that pushes your episode out to all the podcasting platforms. I know there's a bunch of sites like RSS. Uh, I can't think of them right now. Apologies. But I use rss.com and I really like it a lot. So that will track your um, your podcast episodes. It'll show you how many listens. It will push it out to all the website platforms and you'll be good to go. And you can upload them in advance, which she does for me. So I try to batch record. So once a month, she can go in and upload like four episodes and just let them auto publish on the days that we choose. So super fun. Um, I do write my own show notes. I don't know how many people really look at show notes, but I love show notes because it allows you to put keywords in which makes your episode more searchable. And if you have anything that you're selling an offer, like currently I have Aligned Sales open. It's an eight-week live sales course where I'm teaching people how to develop their own sales voice so they can increase their revenue for 2024. So that's typically in the show notes of all my episodes right now. I will link it in the notes of this episode so that you can check that out and get into the group. But so that's the show notes. That's the file. That's the intro, outro. That's the equipment I'm using. This is the system I'm using. Um, Having guests on your podcast is excellent. Um, 
just reach out to people. People love being on podcasts. I don't do really structured interviews. I will ask people what they want to concentrate on ahead of time. And I have a little intake form to get some information so I can get to know them a little bit. So it's not like an awkward, sort of like weird conversation. (laughs) So guest episodes tend to get more listens because you have someone else promoting it as well. Um, If you do episodes on your personal life updates, those will get more listens typically than like business stuff. But it's all valuable. So I don't want you to think, oh, I should only have guests or I should only talk about personal stuff. No, you kind of have to have all of it. You have to talk about your business. You have to share your gifts, your expertise, and also have fun with your podcast. It should just be fun. It's all valuable. Okay, the one sticking point that stuck me for about a year that I know sticks a lot of you is the podcast name. Oh, Jesus, what to name the podcast? Here's the thing. You can name it whatever you want, which I know is really tough. I highly suggest you apply for a trademark. Holy trademark journey. I know I talked about this in a previous episode. Um, It took me about two years to get the trademark for Tech Champagne, and it was denied the first time uh, after I'd recorded, I think, 50 episodes. So my attorney said um, your trademark was not only denied, but it's actually in violation of someone else's trademark. So you're going to have to go back and change all your branding and stop using the name and change it on your website, which would have been a large project, which I did not want to do. So we ended up appealing and the new attorneys uh, agreed that it was not in violation of this other person's trademark and they granted it to me. So hallelujah. So exciting. So if you have a podcasting that you're kicking around, take a look online first, do all the searches first. If you are not in a place where you can hire an attorney to process a trademark for you, go online to the trademark office and do a search. Do a search. Save yourself a lot of headache. I wish I had done that first, but I was just so excited about the name. I thought it was so fun. Um, my husband has suggested that we put a neon sign, a hot pink neon sign that says Tech Champagne in the new home office that we have. So that's on the radar for January. How very exciting. Um, if you would like to record your podcast as video files and put those on YouTube, I highly suggest it. YouTube is the second highest search engine. It's owned by Google. It's a great idea. I have not done it yet. As we were recording this, I'm recording this in December of 2023. It's also on the radar for January. So stay tuned for that. But that is a great practice if you do have a podcast is to get the video up because then you can turn it into social media content and it's just more interesting And yeah, it's just more interesting. So for me, there will be a learning curve when I implement that into this system. And it's probably why I haven't done it is because I feel a little resistance to it. But we're all here to be brave and do new things. So uh, I look forward to seeing your podcast when you launch, because I know that you will. Please tag me. Share it it with me on Instagram, at Elisa Purdy, P-U-R-D-I-E. I would love to take a listen. And if you have any questions, send them to me on Instagram. If you have questions on the systems for your new podcast or what it should be about or um, artwork or any of that. Um, oh, artwork. I didn't talk about that, but you can make artwork on Canva. Mine was made on Canva. Super easy. Um, yeah. Put a picture of yourself and your beautiful face and the name of your podcast. And I mean, keep it, you can keep them really simple. Again, these things will all evolve. So I don't want you to be striving for perfection and having that stand in your way. You can do this. I promise you, you can do this. Okay. Well, thank you so much for listening to this episode of Tech Champagne. And I look forward to seeing you next week. Okay, bye. 
Thank you for spending your time with me today. I hope this episode brought you exactly what you needed. If you had fun today, be sure to hit the subscribe button or leave me a review. Your support means the world to me and it helps other women entrepreneurs find the show as well. And if you're looking for a free place to connect and learn more about creating your own six-figure online business, check out my Facebook group, Empowered Entrepreneurs. See you on the next episode.